Yes, how's it, Paddy? Lekker, Paul. Lekker. You want to make a podcast called Cape to Coover? Because we started in Cape Town and now we're in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, okay, lekker. Oh, we're crouching old. Yeah. Touch, uh, no, we can't touch pause because it engages. Pause Okay, no. The crouch and hold is... And then it's touch. Touch. Pause, but not for too long. Engage. Engage. Ah, lacquer. Mm. Mm. They change the branding, but not the flavor there, eh? I don't know. It is a bit different, eh? No, it's not. Surely not. Probably not. Don't tell fibs. Just the first one of the day. So there you go. Happy birthday, 33. 33 acres, bro. 33 acres. For those of you back home, that's a brewery here. Conveniently named and located. Uh, my uh, my friend of mine who works here is the most pretentious brewery in the whole of Vancouver. What? Just because of the actual brewery look at, like itself. If you go inside yeah. there, it's like okay, really, I hear that. Yeah, a lot of hipsters. Yeah, it's fucking delicious beer. It's though. delicious. Yeah, it's goddamn good. Um, yeah, man, turned thirty three yesterday. And uh, how you feeling? Ah, pretty much the same, I guess. Yeah, of course. One yeah. always feels the same. You never yeah. feel difference. I I guess like. Yeah, I didn't really have, like, a big bash. It wasn't, like, a big thing. There's still time, Patty. No, but, uh, I suppose. But also, I'm a, I'm a responsible dog father now. You know, yeah. I've got to get home and look after my puppy. Take it for a walk. And look after, train, mm. teach him to live it. Sit. Already living it. Very Dude, impressive. we've had that dog for a week. It's can clever. sit. It can leave it. It, like, even before I cross the street or something, it'll, mm. like, if I get to the end of the curb, he sits. Wait for me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He doesn't just rush off or anything like that. One week of training. Can you imagine after a year? Yeah. I mean, I don't even like... What must I do first? Roll over or lie down or... Sit, stay. Sniff drugs. He doesn't... (laughs) (laughs) Go go find me. Yeah, find drugs. (laughs) Sunny, please, man. Please just find me some drugs. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, he doesn't sleep in the bed. He knows where his own bed is. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. Lacquer. I like a dog who knows his place. My my beautiful 10-week-old Labradoodle puppy, Sunny. Mm. Welcome. Welcome to the family. Welcome. welcome. It's a good addition. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun for the summer. Yeah. In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Like, I'm just realizing Mm. I can't necessarily hike up Garibaldi now. Oh, no. Not because it's just a puppy, but because they don't allow dogs on Garibaldi. Oh, not at all. Yeah, well... No, no, they don't. It's like a five thousand dollar fine if you get caught with a dog oh, up there. Jesus, yeah, okay, yeah, that's serious. Yeah, no, and and he's a puppy. I mean, I don't think he'll be able to. In no, the... you could carry him up, possibly though. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, yeah, that was always a thing with uh, Kay. Could like take her cat up because mm. there was no no cat signs on the mountains. Oh, but they are surely no it dog says signs. they're on the fucking internet. No, there's signs on the trail. On the trail, so what? No could... dogs. And so she would just fucking play innocent, say, well, there's no sign of here saying I can't have a cat. Exactly. Uh, I'm not convinced by that. I don't think ignorance is... Uh, anyway, it's whatever. It's a dog. <laughs> 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 um, but you are lacquer. Dog, you just eventually... Well, I mean, that's the funny thing. We already talked about it here, how you couldn't... You were trying and trying and trying to adopt a dog. I know, and, hey, and like... Here's the thing. I think when we were talking about that, I had almost just missed out on a fucking paying over 900, 940 something 
dollars to, to fly a fucking street dog from Mexico. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That was found on the street starving. Mm. And I was just like, or well, if I was going to pay that much, I paid like $60 more for Sunny, who comes from like a reputable fucking mom and dad breeder, mm. f- one month free fucking health insurance. He's he's a specimen, you know? Got good genetics. And he's not abused and shit. He's happy. He's like a chilled ass dog. Doesn't man. have baggage. Mm. Doesn't have issues. Well, you know, the ones with issues are always the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, he's beautiful though. Yeah. Yeah, should we set the scene now? We're in a new location. Yeah, never look at New location. podcast studio. Even because it's not so easy to bring sunny to our place where dogs aren't allowed yeah and we got carpet floors yeah sunny still pees so he does like a carpet to pee loves a carpet yeah yeah um but yeah we're in my bedroom it's nice yeah on the third floor (laughs) (laughs) still look out the window a little bit closer to the ground trees and mountaintops yeah well not quite mountaintops i guess but if you go one floor higher onto my yeah. rooftop, you'll see the mountain tops. True, true. <laughs> so they're there. And last night we had like a barbecue. Yes, that's true. Smoke, smoked meats. One thing about, I mean, we miss brying. For sure we do. Yeah, we miss brying. But we bry sometimes. Barbecue ain't bad, bro. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's it's like a different, <gasps> it's a whole, it's like the barbecue we had yesterday was not like the gas barbecue that we've got upstairs. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah, cooking yeah, yeah. on, it's not like the cuck version of brying where you're just cooking on some gas it's smoked in a slow cooking slow it's like being slow cooked in an oven but that oven is fueled by wood smoke mm. for a long time as well long perfect time. temperature all day all day and all night bro maybe that's the name of our podcast is brybecue brybecue yeah maybe all right i like it <laughs> yeah yeah brybecue cool um so welcome to barbecue everyone the bri- the barbecue show barbecue boys barbecue boys <laughs> done my god is this like the fourth episode we still don't know yeah. no we got it now barbecue boys cheers i like yeah. it cool uh so what do we have we had brisket pulled well, pork pulled pork chicken. ribs chicken sausage sausage beans cornbread white bread potato salad coleslaw pickles barbecue sauce but yeah. I could have stopped at brisket because the brisket was a fucking main event. That yeah. was the one, eh? Mm. That like, show was delicious. That's go- my first time I ever had brisket in my life. For real? For real. Oh, no, that's good, man. Shit's good. Yeah. We should, we, we should go to Texas, bro. That, that's where it's fucking proper. And now you know. Don't even order that other shit. Just yeah. order the brisket. Just like, straight to the brisket. Yeah. Got to risk it to get the brisket, eh? I wonder if we can just make that shit ourselves in my BBQ. I wonder. Maybe. Mm, no, I don't think you know. The guy across the road from me has a Traeger. That's Joe Rogan's barbecue. Oh. Yeah, it's like a smoker type of barb. A real it's got deal. a chimney. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> chimney. <laughs> cool. Well, tune him. Yeah, yeah. Come bry. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him we want brisket. We're the barbecue boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was delighted though. Also, no boats on a Sunday. My, the only place I've ever been where they have my favorite cider there yeah. on service. I wonder why. Like, where, where is that even made? Yeah, hey, I read the whole story last on Halifax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, it's good that you, you actually listened to the previous episodes because I, I just have no idea what we've already spoken about. Oh, some things I remember. 
Um, but now we're rocking two mics as well, eh? Mm, yeah. Superior sound quality. We need like another mic just to open the beers in front of just us. Just beer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so we can hear the next one calling to us from the mm. makeshift cooler box there. Um, but what was I going to... Oh, yeah. Friday afternoon. This is, a, this is something we haven't spoken about. Is the time difference thing. The fact that like it's okay... You don't feel that far away from home if you are in the t- same time zone. So mm. all those oaks living in the UK or Europe, it's like at least nighttime is nighttime, daytime is daytime. You're on the same schedule. But yes, it's, it's difficult when the Oaks have had a couple of couple of beers on a Friday night and there it's half past 11 in the morning and here comes the banter. Yeah. And it makes makes me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so weird for me like with this whole the birthday messages thing as well yeah. because excuse me, it starts on the um, when Australia starts. Mm. And then it kind of makes its way through South Africa to here but it is like it gets quiet in the afternoon mm. you know in mm. the evening there's no more yeah. messages you know and that's that's a that's a consistent thing of that like often if you want to have a conversation with someone it's like after work time or mm. and you can't really yeah um, like um, the only times i've been able to speak to luke is like driving to work and he's like having a spliff on the beach and finishing work and having a drink and all that and i'm just like just getting started we're never on the same level you know yeah 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 no yeah. exactly and you you don't really because you're on exactly you're getting ready for work you're on your way to work you're getting ready for your day you're getting in your headspace it's not really the time for having conversations with with people about stuff usually i almost never speak to anybody really apart from on the weekend i mean speak to your folks surely on the weekend sometimes yeah. but like you know, or on our morning walk, Cora and I go for a walk, a walk there every morning. Uh, sometimes, of course, at the office or some, or whatever. I'll chat to my folks. That's what's been nice about the dog is the walks, man. Mm. Like, I mean, I've been going for like five walks a day. Yeah, yeah. And every time I leave the house, you see such cool, different stuff, you know? Like, yeah, you I actually to. saw people shouting at each other yesterday. <laughs> it's like the first little altercation I've seen in a year and a half here. Serious? Yeah. People angry about what? It was a cyclist and a BMW driver. Oh, yeah. BMW. That's a classic. That's a tale as old as time. <laughs> that, that's like international as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this cyclist has even more self-righteousness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the BMW driver fucking pulled out, uh, off, got out of his car, Yo, got came out of right, his car. Up, right up into the guy's face and said like, take your best shot, take your best shot. No Pointing way. Pointing to his chin. Wow. Kind of thing. And the cyclist was just there like, what the fuck? Man? Yeah, stopping such a. Dog. It was weird. Like he didn't even like um like didn't get off his bike properly. He still stayed with the bike between his legs, and I was just yeah. like, that's the worst position to be in a fight. Like, because if he just pushes you now, you're stumbling over you your fight. bicycle. Yeah. And... Oh, but he knows that no, he, like, psh, I yeah. mean, assault in the streets by someone who drives a BMW. Yeah, it's like, please, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the lotto, hundred yeah. percent. Um. Speaking yeah. of lotto, my tickets are for tonight. Oh, tonight's draw. shit. Yeah. We Could get... you even sleep last night? <laughs> if we if we win the lotto, we can get all the mics we want, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, anyway, you mustn't buy lotto tickets. I mean, you must, but also, it's always just 
bitter disappointment. It's just a wee bit of gambling, man. Like just a little ne- bit. Never hurt anyone. Well, just yeah. a little bit. I Definitely, mean, has a little heard. bit of gambling never hurt anyone. Yeah, a lot of gambling hurt people. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's like the whole slow and steady wins the race. It's like no, no, yeah. no. Mm-mm. Slow and fast wins it. I mean, no. Fast and steady wins yeah. the race. <laughs> yeah. Slow and steady finishes the race. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a little bit of gambling never hurt. A lot yeah. of gambling. Also, a little bit of drinking never hurt. <laughs> True. A lot of drinking. Yeah. Hurts. Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, um, speaking of hearing altercations on morning walks, mm. there this morning, we were walking along and we heard, we spoke last week about, uh, or week before, whenever it was, about the, yeah, addiction, mental health issues in the city. Yeah. One thing that I didn't say is sometimes I'll be sitting in our flat and I'll hear a noise and I'll be like, is that like a a heavy duty saw in a building site? Or is it just the manic screams of an of an insane person? <laughs> yeah, like literally. Like and it's always the insane person option usually. <laughs> um but that's literally the thought, like I don't know if that if it's like Steel cutting through steel, or uh, uh, just a completely deranged person. Fuck, that's something that you won't hear outside my window. I'm in the, mm. I'm in the fucking nice no, part yeah, of town. yeah, we're in the cushy part of town, yeah. <laughs> but so this morning we walking there. Uh, oh, we finally saw the geese chicks. I think they, oh, cool. like they brought the nursery over to outside of town. They don't big now. Yeah, don't no, anymore. exactly. Yeah, like and so this is what I realized that it probably is just one roaming gang of of uh, geese of goslings. That they mm. raise, it's like all the city's goslings roll together because we didn't see them in the small stage of life. I was telling you last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so we saw those goslings. They're back. Don't worry, folks. They're alive. The next generation is secure. <laughs> um, but then we walking, we walk like along the seawall and walk back up to Beach Avenue and walking along Beach Avenue, and we just hear like shouting as we as you do regularly, as I've said. Um, but shouting and then like, like thumping, like regular, like, ah, ah. and so we're like, oh, fuck, because you always see people like look and whatever, but you don't, you don't want to, obviously you don't want to get involved, but it's also coming from, we can't tell where it's coming from. It's coming from almost these big bushes outside a parking complex below a big block of flats. Jesus. Okay. So... We kind of go and investigate a little bit because you never know, like, fuck, maybe it is the one actual altercation between people that you're going to see um, once in a year and a half. Like, maybe there are two people there, but we, hell, anyway, we don't, I, don't, I don't know what the banging sound was. This person was so deep in the bushes, we couldn't even see yeah any anything really we we were just the other side of this very thick hedge from him mm-hmm. um couldn't really see anything that was going on though and there was no way that i was like climbing into that situation to go and yeah. investigate because it's but could only hear one voice there was no okay there was no indication that there was more than one person in there so we just kind of said there's one person there and he's having a, a bit of a breakdown and slamming something against the wall. Is that the end of the story? The the main part of the the main <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sorry to disappoint. <laughs> the main part of the story is that I was like, he sounds literally like a zombie. Uh, yeah. Like literally like a zombie. Completely incoherent. Like kind of throat screamy, smashy. Like it was literally like a scene out of like a zombie movie mm. where you where it's just like, well, obviously the thing to do is get the fuck out of there. Like, you know, you're watching the movie... I was having that thought process in my head as I was trying to peer over the hedge. I was like, if I was on a zombie movie right now, which I could be in because you can't actually see the person, but I c- he sounds exactly like the sound soundbite that they would use for the zombie on the other side of the fucking bushes where you would be like, run the fuck away, guy. Like, yeah. stop peering over yeah. the bush. Just get out of there. Like, it's not... Um, Anyway, the rest of our walk was very pleasant. <laughs> Goslings and zombies. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know if we said it last time, but I mean, that's the thing about walking down downtown East Side. It is like zombie land, you know? I mean, there are people literally just like dragging their feet, hunched over, like in that sort of zombie walk too, you know? Yeah. But um, actually on my train yesterday, there was a guy um, and like he was in the, the, the fun part of drug addiction. Where, uh. where he's like coming up and he's talking to himself Ooh. and he's going like whoop whoop and Lucky. his arms are <laughs> flailing and stuff like that and one of the phrases he said because I mean he said a lot of stuff one of them was just like I'm talking to Jesus <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just like I couldn't help but just be like whoop <laughs> <laughs> You know, one thing, though, that I have also been meaning to... Uh, or something that struck me about the way that things rolled here during COVID. I know that's something that we we talked about at some stage the other day, saying people follow the rules here. Mm. Um, COVID rules came into place. There's a sense of, like, societal obligation. People want to do the right things for everybody around them and for, for the society. But part of why that works is that there's a real sense, well, fuck, at least in this particular instance, uh, there's a sense that it's not just give, it's sort of give and take to an extent. So there's a sense that this, that things are being run in a way that is both uh, cautious, but also as practical and sensible as possible. So the example is they're along the seawall where we go walk in the morning. We walk there every day. Before COVID, there was, there's two parts of the seawall. Footpath, bike lane. Each of them is about two meters wide, let's say. You know, it's enough space for two or three people to walk next to each other along the path. COVID comes, um, all of a sudden it's like, fuck. Everybody needs to be scared of each other. We can't be close to each other. You Social know? distancing. Social distancing. At home in South Africa, it was like everything's shut down. You're not allowed to leave your house. Not allowed any tobacco, not allowed any alcohol. Unless you go into the shops or like the doctor. You can't go outside. Yeah. And then I just remember seeing that freaking photograph of the Seapoint Promenade on the day because not because then it was like okay you can go for a walk mm. but you can only go for a walk between 10 a.m and 11 a.m mm, in the when morning COVID sleeping yeah exactly so then all of a sudden you've got like three hundred thousand people <laughs> going outside for a walk at 10 a.m whereas yeah. here they were like all right shit 
people even on the seawall, they're outside, great, but there's people a little bit too close to to each other for comfort, you know, walking past each other all the time, people going running, there's old people going out for walks, and now we have the bike lane, and because the bike lane is there and the, and the pedestrian lane is there, now it forces people together. So what did they do? They very swiftly took, shut down the road that's just Beach Avenue, that's just up from, it's just upstairs, up the grass bank. So just past the geese and the goslings eating all the grass. But before you get to the zombies in the bushes, there's Beach <laughs> Avenue. Right? But that was for cars, right? A car road. It was, it's a car road. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-way car road. Shut down one of the lanes. Say, all right, cars. Sorry, Oaks. <laughs> We're actually just taking this. Made half of the road. Like, okay, now this half of the road is for bicycles. Okay, don't resent it too much, Oaks, in your BMWs because, <laughs> you know. Um, but now the bikes go there and the pedestrians have... Twice as much space. They get the bike, what was the bike lane, down by the water and the walking lane. Pedestrians can now spread out double and all the cyclists are now on the road. And it wasn't just like for a while, it was cones and whatever, but then they built in and now it's permanently... It's a permanent lane. It's a permanent thing. They've put up concrete separators on the road because they were like, yeah, you know what? This actually works. Give the cyclists their own space, a little bit more space. Give the pedestrians a little bit more space. Hmm. And there you go. Awesome. And that to me was like the simple practicality with which people they looked at the situation. They were like, people need to get outside. People need their own space. Mm. Um, the traffic really isn't that big of a deal in this part of town. We don't really need. <laughs> I'm sure, the BMW driver disagrees. Yeah, well, but I mean, it's. I don't think he necessarily would actually disagree. Um, but like also whether he does or doesn't like cramp cry us all a river, you know? Yeah. Cause there's hundreds of people, hundreds of people on like walking up and down there all the time. It's regularly. weird though, because it's like, yeah, all the time in summer, you know, in winter, not so much. Not as much. Yeah. But still a lot. Yeah. I mean, we go for walks at least twice a day. Yeah. You'd even, know more than me. <laughs> even, even through winter. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's a lot of people there. There's people running every day. There's, mm. you know, that's um, so cool, man. It's just like, okay, instead of like enforcing rules of to stopping people, like only this many people allowed on the promenade, you know, exactly. make, just like, let's make the promenade bigger. Exactly. And, and, um, it's also just practical. It's like, well, fuck, we're not going to be able to, you know, like, let's make rules that make sense. Yeah. People aren't going to not go for a walk in the morning. Yeah. You know? Like... Dude, I remember having to get, like, a signed piece of paper from my employer. Uh, like, that I had to, like, a pass that show I could drive around in Cape Town. So, when the cops stopped me, which they did, they had, like, roadblocks, they were like, show me your pass. Crazy. They'd search the car, make sure there's no alcohol or tobacco in there. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, fuck. I think it, the pandemic was... It's easy to say now. I know, I know. It's uncharted territory, for sure, you know? Yeah. And, like... I'm still glad that, I, I mean... It. At the end of the day, at least they were doing fucking something to try to keep us safe, you know? It's like... It might not have been the right thing in hindsight or whatever, but, I mean, it was something. It wasn't just like, uh, fuck it, we're just not gonna... 
for think sure. of this or, or for sure it's just everyone do their own thing which was i think it was like in brazil or something like that bolsonaro or whoever was just like yeah this thing doesn't exist just eat your veggies you'll be fine yeah <laughs> no for sure and look also fuck if the government of 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 uh, cape town the city council is extending the seapoint promenade <laughs> you know if they're like then it's just like well, like wait what you're just yeah. gonna look after this portion of the population that has the yeah. time and money to go walking yeah. recreationally just the rich jewish people yeah. in seapoint yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you guys, it's people in Langa are like you guys have a promenade exactly no for sure it's a different set of uh set of circumstances and, yeah. and conditions so it's so weird like what this kind of podcast has kind of become is just always like comparing or drawing um, comparisons or whatever from here and back home but it's like two completely different worlds in a way like yeah um yeah there are similarities and things we can kind of be like oh this is kind of like this, this is kind of like that yeah but yeah it's just it's crazy like even just talking to canadians you know and like even about our languages mm. and that like i had this whole conversation at work about because they were like, oh, what? You're fluent in... Well, you can speak Afrikaans? It's like, yeah, man. Like, most people in South Africa can speak more than two languages, in a way. like, Or more than one. No, more than two. Most people probably yeah. can speak more than two. Yeah, yeah true. it's true. English and Afrikaans taught in school. And then usually it's their home language is like an African language or something, mm. which they speak to their parents and stuff. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, that's just like... And then they were asking me, like, if a, like... Setswana person and a Zulu person were to meet, what what language would they revert to? Mm. Like, could they understand each other in their mother tongues or would they go to English or would they go to Afrikaans? And yeah. I was just like, I guess it depends on where they are in the country. Because, yeah. I mean, if they're in the Northern Cape, they're probably just going to speak Afrikaans to each other. But if they're in the Western Cape, maybe it'll be English, you know? Hmm. Yeah. And if I don't in know. The Eastern Cape, maybe they both speak fucking closer, you know? Yeah. I think that also that a lot of the African languages are similar enough that there's like common ground. That's what I said. That's kind of what I answered. Yeah. And then I kind of took it back and I was like, oh, I yeah. don't know if that's right. Because I agree that there are certain similarities, yeah. but I don't think that they could have like a full on. Yeah. Like conversation in a way, maybe they could like. Well, look, we're speaking from a point of total <laughs> total ignorance, I guess. Is yeah, is this the is point where we, we actually have nothing about, yeah, know nothing about, which well, is a tragedy. Well, it's kind of what we talk about most on this podcast. Should we don't know anything about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's something I maintain though. I've said many times, and I maintain is that one of the and I may have even said it a couple of times here. Is that one of the greatest failings of of post apartheid? was was not teaching white south africans an african language yeah everybody's got to be able to speak one that's I, funny because my, my my dad drilled it into me hey because yeah. i was in the hostel only white kid in the hostel sure. with everyone speaking Setswana, and he was like you're gonna regret coming out of this situation if you don't understand if you don't learn anything for sure like yeah. he was like you're so young now, your mind's a fucking sponge, you can do it, like, he was telling me, and I was like, cool, I'll do it. Absolutely. I, I didn't do it as much as I maybe could have, I mean, I'm still a lazy cunt, but like, mm. 
I tried a bit, and I can I can still understand a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, less so now, but I mean, fuck. I spent most of my high school in like surrounded by six months ago, you know, so yeah. I had to understand what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, um, yeah. There's so much in language that's like power dynamics. Well, there's so much about being able to understand about a conversation and the language that you're conversing in and who's the more competent and fluent in that language that creates a, not power dynamics necessarily, but a sense of comfort, a level of mm. comfort and a level of confidence in interactions. That if you default to speaking English, which you almost always do, because almost everyone has at least a very basic level of English, whereas I know n nothing apart from English and Afrikaans. Yeah. So you almost always default to speaking English. Um, but so in in almost every interaction in my whole life with a black person in South Africa, it's under the circumstances of me feeling completely comfortable and confident in the language that we're speaking, and then maybe, but maybe not. I think or not to the same extent, anyway. I think that's definitely something that's overlooked in South Africa, is that, yeah, like, even our president and stuff, everyone laughs at him, well, ex-president Jacob Zuma, everyone laughs at him for not being able to count. Yeah. Well, or, like, say these massive numbers in English. But it's like, fucking you try it. Like, <laughs> we said this last time. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we probably had this whole conversation. Anyway, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week on fucking Barbecue Boys. Paul and Patty talk about load shedding and Jacob Zuma counting. <laughs> and, and the fucking drug addicts and yeah, Honey Sun. Yeah. And the bike lanes. Don't forget the bike lanes. <laughs> um, uh, so got to Canada biggest culture shock for me I would say uh, uh, actually let me sidetrack from the culture shock to say the disappointing thing talking about gambling is I didn't fucking win the adventure day in the adventure day competition what yeah. your selfie with a woodlouse didn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah Another guy won it. Alex won it. Fair play to him. Good on him. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't try hard enough or what? It's a lottery system. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a raffle. And so each one of those... You say played the lotto, eh? Yeah, there you go. Um, but, yeah. So he gets an extra adventure day. He gets an extra day off work where you can just go on an adventure. Is this the Oku who's working under you now? Yeah. Oh, is. nice. Yeah. Um... And he's actually going to come with me. So this was something that I that I thought was quite interesting about here is like the hiring, like the work culture thing, um, and the benefits and perks. So I get like uh, I get one adventure day a year if I'd won the competition or whatever. I had two. Um, I get two and a half volunteer days a year paid by the company. So me and Alex, the guy who won the adventure day, are going to go uh next weekend to do some trail maintenance on a where's that again you go it's up by Lillard lake oh nice yeah, yeah. beyond pemberton that there where the mosquito hill was that <laughs> me and uh, emily and are you gonna emily bring one of those uh... i think i'm gonna bring one of those face head nets yeah, yeah. I'll just get get one um but so and that because i'm volunteering with the 
the British Columbia Mountaineering Club to like do trail maintenance. Uh, so that's paid work time. We'll go camping and chop out some bush and, you know, have Rank a- fun. Yeah, fun. And look, a lot of people wouldn't use it for that necessarily. It's just that that's the thing that I would like to use it for, the volunteer days, which you can use to, as long as it's volunteering. You can do whatever you like with it. Mm. Uh, I get a fitness allowance of $500 a year, which I can put toward um, anything. Like climbing. Yeah, anything. Yeah. It can be equipment. It what can be a subscription. Uh, I don't think I've actually cashed, in my, cashed mine in this year, but I usually put it toward my ski passes oh it like pays for my cypress snowboarding Fucking for the winter hell. yeah I'm, I'm getting all these ideas from your company and like you, them you must my, bro yeah. you must because this is part of the thing this is what i was going to say is that it's like it's almost like a competition so or what Cor- cora always says so cora works for hootsuite they give her a whole bunch of different perks so i think what she said is that like similar to our volunteer days, if if they donate money to charitable causes, Hootsuite will match their donations up to like until Hootsuite's paid like a hundred thousand dollars for the year in donations. So she can donate money to whoever she likes, and Hootsuite will match her donation. But she can't donate money to me or anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd probably need like a tax receipt or something. <laughs> um, but they also get. A uh, whole so Cora gets her vacation days for the year twenty or something like that, and they what? get four weeks. Yeah, that's I think a so. lot. How much do you get? That's what I'm on now as well. Four weeks. Yeah, but that I start off on ten days. Yeah, and now now this is my fourth year in the company. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you, you have two I'm years of ten days. Weeks. Yeah, I've got three weeks. Yeah. yeah, so that's decent. I mean, that's same as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I mean. As I, I mean, I've just started. You just started yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. It'll probably be. I know the co-founders on four weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so they, Hootsuite, they have their twenty days, and then they have since COVID, they instigated a whole company-wide health week where the whole company shuts down for a full week. That's not part of your twenty days paid vacation for the year. It's just a paid health week. Mental health week. Yeah. yeah. For the whole company. So it's just an extra... And it's almost better than vacation because, like, well, the whole company is off. So it's like it's not like there's any, you know, always with vacation, it's like, ugh, but there's other stuff that's going on while I'm away. So before or after, you're either doing extra work to prepare before you leave or extra work to catch up after you get and back. And sometimes you're never really fully on vacation yeah. because you're like, yeah. uh, this person needs something, let me just answer him quickly. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. But for them, no, it's... Whole that's cool that's mm. really cool yeah um another thing is like the paternity and maternity leave th- situation here it's like a year split between you i think yeah so, so either the mom can take a whole year or the mom and dad can take six months each that's what it is yeah 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 or um the mom takes 10 months and the dad takes two months. You know, they, they, you share the Yeah, the, the you can leave. divvy it up however yeah. you like. Yeah. Um, that's paid by the government. Yes. and I, But I think it's only like 60% of your salary. Oh. Yeah, it's not. Oh, you don't, wow. they don't give you a full salary. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I think it's like 60% or like there's a cap as well, okay. I think. It's not like you're not, they're not going to pay you. Full, full, full. full no. <laughs> full ride. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I don't even know what it is at home. 
Like, I wanted to take it for the puppy, man. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> do dogs count? Small dog. Yeah, dogs. I'll be like, fuck. Small boy. Yeah, I identify as a dog parent now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I identify as a dog father. Yeah. Um, fuck, I need to eat a gummy. I need to go look for them. Uh, I wasn't right. prepared enough to um, have them right next to me here. So, cool. Paul, if you don't mind, just like riffing. R- riffin oh, I was just about to open another okay well riffin with just say just say enjoy this enjoy this mm. so who's this like on the wall behind you Brahms I think eh yeah just a big Bearded fucking Brahms. What's his? I want to say Johann Sebastian, but that's Bach. Brahm. Not Brahms. Pretty sure it's Brahms. Yes, this is when we need Cora to pull it up for us. I mean, I can pull it up right here, but I'm also just <laughs> no, don't. pretty sure that I'm right. But he was a composer. He was a composer, yeah. But it's just funny because he's smoking a massive fucking joints. Yeah. I wonder if he's like was known for that or something. I doubt it. I'm sure it's just the guy who I bought it from who... Um, Thought it would be funny if he was smoking a giant joint. <laughs> Johannes Brahms. Oh, it is, does it have an S thing? Yeah. So it's not far from Johann Sebastian. It's just Johannes. <laughs> Johannes. Yeah, ne lekker. Anyway, I'm going climbing with Nico tomorrow morning. Nice. But I've... At the heights. Yeah, at the hive there. And what else is going on? What else is going on? At least we've been having some nice weather, man. Like, 25 degrees. <laughs> yesterday. Your standards have dropped, my bro. Oh, yeah. It's been torrential fucking rain. No, but the, the, it's, <clears throat> I can see blue skies out there. Yeah, a little bit. Mm, Between, blue. like, you can point at the blue sky. <laughs> Between the fucking grey. Uh, yeah. But the rain was... So last night on the way back from barbecue on our bikes, uh, even you got caught today, but on our bikes yeah. yesterday, it was crazy because Vancouver is more like that, like consistent, drizzly, misty, kind mm. of windy. But in these last couple of days, there's been heavy, thick drops pelting, pelting down. It was quite fun though, because when it's warm and yeah. pelting no, I rain, can, I can handle it. Yeah, it's, yeah. This, uh, it's like almost... Kind of tropical vibe. Yeah, the only way to know for our, our Uber driver was a Tesla last night. Oh, cool. So we got like quite a nice long ride home, like 20 bucks over the bridge and everything. And mm. the Tesla's obviously got like that um, glass, glass roof. roof. yeah. And we drive through downtown and you can see everything. It was actually quite cool. That's a mindfuck, eh? First time we get in a Tesla Uber. Yeah, sure. Or even a cab. I've seen Tesla like yellow cabs, you know. They yeah. painted the whole fucking Tesla yellow <laughs> so they can run it as a cab. Like, was, you could like, you can tell it's all on his first time in a Tesla. He doesn't know how to open the door. Like, there's no handle. You're just like, like where the fuck <laughs> um, Getting out as well. It's just that button, you know. I, I don't even know. I've only been in one once, I think. For in, real? In, uh, in no, Uber, no. Yeah. I mean, I've been in a lot of Uber t- and cabs. Yeah. Like, even the ones that, like, uh, fucking suicide doors. No way. Yeah. Wow. Ubers, man. Yeah. Crazy. Like, I don't get it. Like, like, what? Yeah. Weird. I mean, at the end of the day, that's, like, free money? Because you're not paying for any gas. I mean, obviously, you're paying for the electricity to charge your car, but, like... 
I think that's much less than what oh, petrol yeah. is now. Gas is, well, gas is hideous. It's funny we're saying gas, anyway. eh? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what the fuck? Gas is a, a, is, a, is, yeah, it's a, a state of thing. matter. Yeah. Like, and petrol is liquid. Yeah. <laughs> and petrol is actually petrol. Yeah. It's fucking it's gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like path of least resistance, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess the thing is, we don't want to have to say petrol, oh, what's that? Oh, it's gas. Ugh, Every that's, time. It's so... also just like some things are. <sighs> Yeah, fuck, it's gas, whatever. That's what it's called here. Gas station. Yeah. Pull yeah, I yourself. guess you're not you're not wrong though. That is how that is how it, it's like talking to other people and you start saying gas. It's like, yeah. oh, I was at the petrol ga- station. gas station. Yeah, the uh, petrol what, station. What are you talking about? Yeah. 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 Um, it's the same thing with a lot of things here though, I think. Like what else is there other than gas? Oh, um... They don't say like shawarma or kebab. They say donna. Oh, do they? Yeah. I can go get a donna. Don't, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> donna. Donna. Yeah. Not even a donder. <laughs> yeah. Can I just talk about buttery popcorn for a bit? You're welcome. Yeah, man. Well, fucking. You haven't been to the cinema here yet, eh? Fuck, I don't think so, hey. Oh my god, dude, there's even like... They ask you, do you want butter on it? And they butter it. But then you can go to like the station where the straws and shit are. You can put more but butter pump there. A you butter can, pump? Yeah. <laughs> you can like just pump more butter on your <laughs> And then like... Something that people don't really talk about is how fucking greasy you get. Mm. Like, because you just like now your hands and mouth and whole beard just, and face are just, just covered, covered in, in butter. butter. Yeah, greasy butter is so fucking good. <laughs> oh, I love it so much, man. Yeah, funny. I don't know if I would be fucking. I'm just like a clean, clean, salty popcorn kind of guy, but maybe I just haven't lived that life. Maybe oh, I just don't dude, know. You just got to try it, man. Yeah, That's I guess so. Just, we should go watch Top Gun. Just take gloves i don't think i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> those, <laughs> nice those like black gloves just in one hand yeah. just wrapping it in fucking lettuce yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've seen top gun the original yeah it's a good movie man yeah 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 maybe i must check it yeah but homoerotic but nothing wrong with that yeah sure all I right mean, Tom Cruise, really one legend. And old Val Val Kilmer. Yeah, shame they had to like AI his voice into this one because his voice fucked. He's got throat or well, had throat cancer. Hicks, okay. Is he dead? No idea. Oh. He made a really cool documentary. He made it, and it was by footage that he shot. That he shot, yeah. yeah. And he narrated it and stuff. Always, his son helped him. Yeah, what? I thought he can't speak. Yeah, no, well, at this time, he could through, like, a... But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Val. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Fucking weird name to call your kid is Val. Well, Val. Yeah. Like, short for what? Nothing. Valium. Va- Valerie. <laughs> Valve. <laughs> Valve Kilmer. <laughs> um... 
All right, here's the culture shock I was talking about. Oh, Are sure. you ready? Yeah, okay. Why the fuck you walk into a public bathroom and the doors don't close flush? Yeah, I don't get it. There's a, like a half a centimeter gap between the walls and the and the the stall doors. There's got to be a reason for this. And it's so you can I'm sure so that you can like Oh, there's someone in there. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's probably so that if there's like somebody fucking pass out on the floor or something, it's like probably like a public safety thing that you mustn't, people mustn't be, but also the stall does, the door doesn't go all the way to the floor. Yeah, So you exactly. think you just look if under really, the door yeah. if you suspect that there's someone like overdosing on drugs or like molesting yeah, children or something. Yeah, you can go something. over or under. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Go through that little fucking gap. Go through the little gap. I know, it's so fucking weird. Like, why wouldn't you just make, because you end up like, it, 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 like you walk past and it's like you can see through that little gap whether there is someone in there or not and the worst thing is it's like the perfect size of like a, a, a iris yeah. of your pupil so you literally just like make eye contact <laughs> through like one eyeball Patty's <laughs> going up pushing your eye to every every gap how's it uh, I don't know sure just checking <laughs> But no, that's the that's the that's the fucking weirdest thing about society here for me. See, I don't really have a problem. But you got used to it. Me shit. No, I've never. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm used to it because I've been I've, I've traveled a bit and stuff and experienced that sort of stuff. I mean, fuck, I've got horror stories about shitting abroad that I'll tell at a later stage. Yeah, but um, give us a, give us a, another, <laughs> another another drink at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, but didn't you have a horror story of of um, shitting in your pants or something and and not being able to change because of that gap? No. <laughs> How many times you shit your pants? Just once, eh? Never shut my pants in my life. Are you just saying this because we're on on air and you're on a pause? I honestly don't. I think you either thinking of someone else or have you never shut your pants in your life? No, like not. Full on, no, like, no. I've, I've peed in my pants in, like, junior school. I don't um, think I've peed in my pants, but I've shat myself multiple times. For real, hey? Yeah, well, I, I like farting really loudly, like, yeah. forcing it out. Mm. And often, that's it's a dangerous actually just a play. massive shit. Yeah. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah. what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Often, hey? I mean... <laughs> I don't think it's happened this year, but it definitely <laughs> oh, happened <fuck>. last year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, the one time I... Uh, I don't know. No, I don't. I think we should. I think we should move swiftly on. To be honest. <laughs> well, we're talking about your culture shock. <laughs> I, um, you went to the dentist the other day. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every time I go to the dentist, I'm amazed by, like, the new tech that they have, actually. And it's, like, it's come a long way since our folks. You know, our folks would, like, something wrong with your teeth? Okay, I'll pull that fucking thing out, mm. you know? Mm. My mom and dad basically had hardly any molars. They were just chewing on the front. Front couple teeth. <laughs> they just got that shit pulled, you know? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I went there and beautiful view of Vancouver couple fucking x-rays here and there even like 
I had to just bite onto something while uh, uh, two things just revolved around my head so they could get like a mm. 360 camera view of the inside of my mouth. Mm. Like, I thought I was going to put on like a VR headset and go into the <laughs> metaverse. Like, <laughs> just walk around like, oh, you see this cavity? Wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, they fucking swindled me out of <laughs> I, Now I've got a, uh, not a bill, but a quote for two thousand five hundred dollars with a fucking dental care to be done but then i heard like that's core core has benefits for about that much you know i mean my, my benefits only cover a thousand dollars a year so it took me mm. about three years to to get my teeth fixed yeah <laughs> if no other cavities pop up yeah this is a crazy thing though like i hadn't been to the dentist for i'm gonna say at least five years Possibly longer, possibly like 10 years before I came here. Like, I just, it wasn't really a thing that I did at home. Yeah. Like, well, I went, if you don't have pain, why go? Like, exactly. Yeah. No, look, and I'm lucky I've got, I've got, I've got fucking strong teeth. I mean, um, me too, bro. I, well, I feel like yeah. I haven't, I don't feel the need to go for a dentist. I just yeah. literally just went because I got these benefits and I was like, yeah, yeah. hey, let me go for a checkup, you know? Well, then I know they'll be like, oh, let's take advantage of this poor little South African boy. But yeah, it's like, you go, I mean, fuck, maybe this is how it works at home as well, usually for most people. But I feel like it's kind of elective if you want a cleaning as well at home. Whereas here, it's yeah, like part of the thing. It's mandatory, yeah. You go for a checkup, then you see the dentist. The dentist sits down, pokes around for like, if you can't see anything wrong, like literally almost no time at all. And then you sit there while the, the dental hygienist cleans and cleans and scrubs and scrubs and uses sharp jets of water to blast away. No, Bro, yeah. I went last time. I was, I woke up the next morning with blood on my pillow because oh, she'd no, been man. fucking scraping and yeah. power washing my teeth. No, they teeth. put an angle grinder in there. Yep, angle yeah, grinder. They, they actually like to take a whole layer off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you lose weight in that. <laughs> 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 no, that's ruining my podcast. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, crisis yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> a fire alarm. Yeah, yeah man. It actually, that happens a lot. It's the third time it's gone off today. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that like from another, from in here or from another? It's a false alarm. From next door though? Are you no, connected? it's a false alarm for like the whole building. Oh, really? Yeah, and but, it's quite cool because we're all on this like Facebook group and he even updates us. He was like, oh, cool. oh, you know that rain that came? Yeah, that filled up this one thing which blocked this sensor which now set the alarm off. So, mm. yeah. Because we get it all the time in our building. Oh, but yeah, I don't even have to leave the house. I can just, I, all those buttons that are there, I can just like switch them all off and then I don't have any noise in the, in the house anymore and I just carry on with work. That's very dangerous, though. Well, I can smell. I can smell. There's nothing going on here. Yeah. Also, I'm on the third floor. I can jump off. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, we up there on the sixteenth floor, mm. and then at one o'clock in the morning, someone's smoking a crack pipe under the fucking <laughs> sensor in like our stairwell because they've managed to break into the whatever, and then the fire alarm goes off, and then you have this thing of, ah, I know it's just some bullshit, you know, nine times out of ten, but. You know, it's like fire alarm. You you got to get up and go, but you don't always. But yeah. you do, you know. And then some, very occasionally there'll be like a dumpster fire outside. Yeah. But it only needs to be that one time where exactly. someone's fallen asleep with a cigarette and burned themselves alive on their couch and spreading. Exactly. Like, yeah. 
And that's scary. Because it is. It's scary. To th- that happens, eh? What I just yeah. said. Yeah. My parents know people who died like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hectic. That's why Marlboro started putting in these like breakpoints on their cigarettes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So if you were to leave it, it would actually go out. It'll just go out. Instead of... Because, I mean, most cigarettes, you leave them, they'll burn down. Huh. Because of all the jet fuel they put in them. Yeah. Yeah. Jet fuel. Yeah, makes you gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs> so they they just legalized all hard drugs, eh? Well, in Decrimi- small amounts. Decriminalized, surely. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. decriminalized. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? So this is in BC specifically as well. Okay. In British Columbia, right? Okay. I think it is. Pretty sure uh, it is. Yeah. Pretty sure it yeah. is. Um... Yeah, like, whoop the fucking do. The Oaks weren't arresting Oaks for shooting up on the street and smoking crack in the street anyway. Like, you know, they were. Ju- it was almost like they were just... Same kind of thing with weed. It was yeah. almost like, well, we're not fucking enforcing this anyway, so you might as well just, you know, scratch it off the list so that we don't feel like we should be enforcing it <laughs> so that we can actually focus on things that are, that are more important to us. Or- what, do you think it's like a slippery slope or some shit? Like, do you think... Oh, now this, what's next? Murder? No, no, I don't. I just think, I think that's, uh, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to feel about it or I don't really know if I have, I haven't really thought that much about it, but it's just like, it just seems like a bit of a non-event to me, basically. Okay, well, Similarly can... to how when weed became legal, I was like, cool, uh, I've, I, yeah. I've been walking into the shop buying weed in the fucking shop on the corner from me for the last, you know, three years. So now, like, oh, so now people are allowed to... They won't go to prison if they have a small amount of drugs. Well, I literally have seen people shooting up in the street in front of me more times than I can count. So, like, like uh, okay, you know? Well, one of the biggest reasons uh, of overdosing, apart from using drugs, <laughs> is uh, using drugs alone. Um Okay. So one of the biggest things that like, uh, what would you call them, drug taking activists, were always going for is stop using alone type of thing, hmm. and uh, decrease the stigma of drug users or drug addicts, because people feel dirty, feel ashamed, feel this and that, and they'll go like hide away and go do drugs, and then they'll overdose and there's no one there to save them type of thing, where it's like rather you're on the side of the street where you can where people will walk over you and at least see you. Joking. Um, <laughs> but one of the, the things that I'm quite stoked on about the um, it being legal, well, decriminalized at least, is that like there's, there's a few places around where you can go get your drugs tested to yeah. make sure that they don't have fentanyl in it. Yeah. Or at least that they do have fentanyl if that's what you're fucking looking for. But whatever. Like, um, so for people like you and I who maybe just want to do, I don't know, MDMA once every three years or whatever mm. at a cool party mm. but you're so fucking terrified to mm. to buy it off the street or whatever to do it because he might die mm. now there's a little bit less stigma on like okay i can go to one of these places get it checked out and i'm not going to be a criminal you mm. know like mm. Mm. for sure so i think in that sort of sense i mean that's kind of the only way i have thought about it yeah i like that yeah 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 no um 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there's this whole thing about as well that, that we've spoken about a few months ago or whatever about the whole like um, is actually putting them in jail the right right thing to do, you know? Like, yeah, I guess my fundamental position on it is that it's not. Is that my fundamental position? My opinion is that it's not empathetic. Uh, or kind really to allow people to slowly kill themselves through addiction in the street yeah is to allow yeah. to allow people to slowly chip away at their own life force until they literally die alone and in shame in the streets is not um is is not good uh, there's there's no sort of moral to me. It just that doesn't seem like yeah. like the moral. No, I could definitely like understand that. Like that makes sense what you're saying there. It's like yeah. Um, as someone who cares for people, you don't you don't want to see someone suffering. You know, like, and you feel like they are suffering because because they are suffering. Yeah, because you can see that they're fucking suffering because oh, they're, they're zombies. Suffering. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. A lot of them are. They're reduced to like this fucking yeah, to the, the to the the worst state of fucking human life. No, and I mean they're not necessarily just st- suffering on drugs. They're suffering off of drugs as well. It's like mentally they've had horrible shit happen. For sure. Yeah. Um. So it's like yeah, and yeah, the flip side as well. So what do you do? Yeah. What do you do about it? And I don't know. And is it like um, you need mommy daddy like? government to be mommy daddy like hey stop doing that i'm gonna fix you and help you and even against your will you know like, yeah yeah no and look it's it's possible that um that i just don't understand that there isn't really a way to yeah i, I don't have any alternative to offer you know, I don't yeah, have yeah, like yeah. Ar- arrest them and put them in jail. Is that the way to go? Well, fuck, probably not. But um, so then, what do you do? Like, you know, can you coerce people? It's like anything. Do the, do that. Do do those people have to decide for themselves that they're gonna fight this the fucking toughest demon that anyone that anyone can fight and try and win and try and beat it? Like, can you? force someone into fighting that fight on their own or does that have to be something that comes from within from that person yeah and like up to what stage are you enabling them by just like making their life on the streets more comfortable by like providing food banks and like a safe place to use and that sort of thing like are you then enabling their lifestyle like this or um What's the alternative? Do fucking nothing and let them literally just like have yeah. to steal shit for food because they yeah. <laughs> got to eat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's such know. an interesting fucking like problem. Like as a pro- as an engineer, as like a problem solver, like I almost want to like, what's the mathematical equation for this? Let's reduce it down to first principles. It's like, <laughs> yeah. let's figure this yeah, out, yeah. you know? But like, it's obviously it's a social issue and there's, there's so many different fucking layers to it that I just like, 
I want to understand, but obviously, like, everybody's got a, a different kind of opinion on it as well. Like, this, and it also goes into fucking politics and shit too. Oh, where sure. It's like, oh, is it each one for all for one and one for all? Or is it like, hey, you're the weakest link. We need to cut you out of the fucking equation so we can strive. We're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and how do you even begin to 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 sort of figure that out? Because there, there is also it's like like I was saying there there is that sort of intensely personal it's a personal level issue for each one of those people who is addicted. But at the same time, it's it it's like a, that addiction. If you view it from a completely impersonal point of view, is like a blight on the city. Yeah, it's like yeah. a growing, spreading uh insidious intimidating you know and you don't it's not i you know I, i'm sure i said last time when we were chatting about it last you don't necessarily feel like you in 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 immediate threat from these people um you can walk down hastings and not feel scared but then you can also be in a situation where you do feel scared where you peering over the fucking hedge to be like is someone actually is this actually an altercation between two people in which someone's like in serious danger um and i mean listen crime isn't non-existent for sure like you're not gonna leave your bike uh chained up not i don't mean like you locked up i mean like just yeah with yeah. a normal chain you're not gonna leave it locked up like that downtown you know that your bike's gonna be gone yeah um yeah it is weird eh? bike crime bicycle that's stealing. the biggest thing Bikes, that's yeah. the biggest thing yeah yeah it's like yeah it's a bit maybe it's a bit like joyriding i wish i grew up in a little bit in like the 50s where people would just like steal a car drive it till the fucking petrol ran out and leave it in the bush That's and so funny. fuck off they've got no fingerprints dna bullshit nothing like that like. <laughs> <laughs> it's this thing that i've heard like um i feel like it's quite an american thing of people talking about like oh yeah like you know stealing cars like a Almost in like a boys will be boys. No, like that's stealing a fucking car. Like a car's a a very dangerous thing if you if you don't use it properly and if it's you know. Yeah, no, it's heavy machinery. Yeah, but also I think like in America especially, I think they were just giving cars away. You could buy a car for like twelve bucks. Like they were making them down the road. You know, like yeah, 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 sure. Back in those like Detroit. Uh, Ford General Motors heyday type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like in South Africa, you've saved up your whole life for the car, and now yeah. some fucking privileged white kid steals it for a joyride. It's like that's your livelihood. <laughs> yeah. That was a crazy thing about um, uh, Ivory Coast. When I went to Ivory Coast a few years ago, not a single new car, not a mm. single car that looks like it's just come out of the dealership. Hmm. Whereas here, you almost never see a skatong. No, never. Yeah. Right? And at home, you see new cars, you see old cars, you see yeah. cars that look like they shouldn't be on the road, you see new cars that... You see drivers who look like they shouldn't be on the road, right? But you see all sorts of spectrum. There's there's everything from the newest to the oldest. Whereas here, you never, at least in the city, at least where we are. No, but look, you'll see an old car 
but it's like restored. It's immaculate. It's beautiful. It's one of those old. You see like, a classic car. A classic. Okay. You see yeah. a classic yeah. car. But you're, you're not seeing a 1989 Corolla. You're like. never seeing something with the fucking <laughs> bumpers falling off or like duct tape. There's or... no right angles on the cars. They all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's because of insurance. Insurance mandatory. It's a legal insurance requirement to have insurance here. You have if, to have if you insurance. have a really old car that's like falling apart, your insurance is going to be through the roof. It's too expensive. Yeah. In yeah. South Africa, it's not legal. It's not. It's yeah. not a legal requirement to have insurance. Yes. And that's why if you crash someone, it's a fucking okay. I'm never going to financially recover from this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That's that is interesting. But that fucking mandatory insurance thing is a pain in the hole well i'm fucked not that i wouldn't have insurance anyway but uh it's fucking expensive you gotta to have insure it, your car you have to well yeah yeah but like I, I was hearing something as well it's like if you hurt someone yeah you're in big cock big yeah. cock oh no and that's why you have to have the insurance here. Yeah. you have yeah. to have that like third party it's exactly i mean we would we yeah you mentioned it but it's exactly if you hit a someone on a bicycle Whatever, if you injure someone and there's hospital bills, because the hospital ain't gonna fucking pay for that shit out the goodness of their hearts, they're gonna come after you. No, but it's also not just hospital bills. It's like, oh, you broke your leg. Oh, now you can't work. Yeah. Oh, this. Oh, now you got yeah. oh, oh, the guy's salary for three years. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, got I mean, and that's right. Yeah? It's right as long as... <sighs> this is the thing, is that... Like, yes, but there's a whole bunch of fucking relatively predatory lawyers out there who are like personal injury lawyers. Oh, yeah, who yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Come after someone who, you know, some tourist on his bicycle who's fucking not really paying attention and feels totally entitled, as we all do on our bicycles, because mm. it's like, that's, every, like, cars are the lowest on the the pecking order here. That's a big. That's a yeah. big difference from South yeah. Africa to here. Is like it's true. South Africa. If you're a pedestrian, it's your responsibility to stay alive. Like if cars coming, you gotta get out the fucking way. Get out the fucking way, boy. Yeah. And there's not like oh these are the safe places you can cross. It's like you cross where you find a fucking gap, and good luck to you. And like. <laughs> You better fucking be awake. Like. Hustle up. <laughs> but yeah, even in like the driving exams and stuff like that, it's like, listen, pedestrians are number one. Like yeah. <clears throat> when you're coming out of like a thing and you can't see right, you stop first for pedestrians. You check any pedestrians coming. Okay, cool. Then you can go forward a little bit and check if any cars are coming. Yeah, true. And likewise with bikes. <clears throat> if you were to hit a pedestrian when that fucking, when it's red light for you and a white man for them and you hit them, you might as well just go kill yourself. Like <laughs> straight to prison. No, just drive the car straight into the fucking wall. Like just keep going. <laughs> you never financially recover. Say <laughs> goodbye to that car. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. You know what that leads to always is that fucking awkward situation where you're like Oh no, you go, no, you, no, yeah, oh no, you yeah, go, because yeah, you're yeah, in a yeah, car yeah. and you're already halfway through this fucking intersection and it's going to take me a full 15 seconds to cross this road or, or at least 10. It's going to take you three seconds to drive past me yeah, in your car. Yeah. But then it's just like, nope. 
no, and then, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, some shit is just like, it's not even common sense, you know? Yeah. And then, like, sometimes I'm planning it like, oh, the car's just going to go past me, so I'm going to go behind the car. Yes. And then you end up being face-to-face with the yes. driver because they've, like, stopped. Because they've never <laughs> encountered that in their life. Because that's a, that's a South African thing, right? Like, yeah, okay, it's come, like, okay, come, you're going to go past, I'm, I'm going to go behind I'm you. I'm going to pick like, the gap behind you, yeah. <laughs> and they just, like, slam on brakes. And yeah. <laughs> you're in the middle of their car. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite funny yeah. you can might, might as well open up the back door and just walk through the fucking car <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be quicker as yeah. well Addy will just be like hey sorry about that bud true well that's another thing right on red we can turn right on red here yeah oh, that's it. beautiful love it but it probably wouldn't even work back home because of the whole like we only go when there's a gap. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, if you were to just all of a sudden introduce this rule, like... Yeah, Oxford just be going as well. Yeah, and it'll be like, I can turn left too then, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, if I can would... turn right on red, I'm going to turn left. Well, it would have to be left on oh, red. Oh, because the other side of the road. Yeah, so okay, be yeah. left on red. But they'll just but be sure, like... They'll be, oh, I can turn right or... They'll just be like, yeah. oh, is this, is this a stop sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it a yield? <laughs> <laughs> I can just go, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to Elder Island. No one's even heard of that band, bro. People have heard of it. Yeah, not that many. Sorry, um, back to the car thing. Okay. Uh, sure. What I wanted to say was how how weird it is now for, with Sunny, with mm. the dog, because I want to stop and I'm training him to sit before we cross the street every time. So I I sometimes I reach the intersection at the same time as a car, but now I'm stopping kneeling over and everything to talk to my dog and feed my dog and mm. now the guy's just like can I go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> what's the dynamic so, here so usually I like kind of let him sniff around I tell the car to like go and everything and yeah. then I'll okay sit okay now okay now I can go yeah 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 fuck training my dog is like the funnest thing for me like I've always always envied people who just have the obedient dogs Mm. like for me it's like such a, for a sure. sexy thing totally almost actually totally. like i'm attracted to it totally yeah for sure it's like uh um it's a flex it's a flex it's a total flex because it's 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 almost like a level of professionalism or like level of yeah it's a flex being real good at shit um <sighs> It's how dogs should be also. So it's, I want to say a flex is like, oh, look at my muscles. Uh, but that's also something that maybe should be. You should have muscles. Yeah, you know? well, that's what muscles are for, right? Flexing. Well, no, for being powerful. Oh, yeah. You know? And looking good naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. No, but it's also like you associated with, I guess the professionalism thing that I'm getting at is like, yeah, like work. You're associated with like police dogs and military dogs and like farming dogs and like <laughs> do- like who has the like really well trained dog. We saw that guy with that German Shepherd oh, in man. the park that day oh, yeah. that was reversing and coming forward and doing literally was controlling it with his hand as if it was like a fucking telepathic. It was like a composer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and that's it's it's just like that's like a it is like a military level 
discipline I and I don't see anything to do with like military discipline. Like <sighs> I I think the dog finds it fun. Mm. I think the dog finds it engaging and For cool. sure. I mean I'm not saying that people in the army don't have a good time. Um I guess what I'm saying is when do you ever see a dog that's that well trained other than when it's a work when it's like uh, action when you like very few people and that's why it's a flex is very few people will recreationally train their dogs to a level of to like a high high level of obedience like very few people will do that other than people who need the dogs to be 100% on point for the job that they have to do hmm. whether it's fucking herding sheep or sniffing out drugs or attacking baddies yeah. or whatever it is you know so that's why it has like this kind of elite um level in in my mind to an extent i guess oh it's like a rare yeah um, it's like a rare thing hologram dog like yeah i want that for sunny man slightly i also don't want him to always be like waiting for my next command in a way i want him to like kind of be chill i want him to have his own i honestly feel like a dad bro (laughs) 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 and it's weird like doing this with zolna too it's like almost like a little bit of a practice run because it's like yeah she doesn't want the dog to go to the dog park until he's fully vaccinated and stuff. And I'm just like, if it doesn't kill him, it'll make him stronger. You know, yeah. and if it kills him, I'll get another one. <laughs> <laughs> just like children, you know, so it's like planning us for, for one day for like kids or something, you know. And um, I think we'll face the same things because we'll be like, fuck, I was raised this way. Yeah. You were raised that way. Let's yeah. try and compromise on a way to raise this person. For sure. You know? Yeah. And it is a weird thing when you have uh, responsibility in that way of... It's not just... When you realize that it's not just responsibility of keeping another life alive, but it's like shaping that life's trajectory, but also um, outlook, you know, an attitude and experience of of the world. Because the way that you raise... A dog or a fucking human being or a, well, probably, I was going to say, or like a fucking salamander, but probably not so much. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, not I so don't much. know how many emotions. Just stay in bugs. your cage and fucking <laughs> eat these bugs. Is a salamander a gecko? <sighs> no idea. That's another thing. Which it's like it's a like lizard. gas and um, petrol. Because we oh, wouldn't say salamander in fuck. South Africa, right? I, no, I feel like a salamander is like a specific type of because when i was camping last weekend these little girls came up to me and were like look we found a salamander uh, under the rock and i was like oh cool uh make a house for it and find it a friend or something like that and i was like to myself i was like that's a fucking gecko <laughs> but i was like maybe these guys probably don't know what gecko is like typing what type of ge- amphibians salamanders are amphibians geckos definitely aren't amphibious what what is a reptile um no. Um. Yeah, we can't be googling our own shit on here, man. Sorry, 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 sorry. Too distracting here. Yeah, I think so. I think we must like leave it. Salamander's as a- like a newt, but I guess maybe it's just like it's it's not the exact same thing, but it represents a similar um. It's the equivalent. 
Do you it's think their equivalent here? Like they because you don't get geckos. geckos. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. that's what the kids interact with? Is a sam- salamander rather than a but gecko. But they're found down by the water. Yeah. I think basically a salamander is a gecko that lives by the water or in the water. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fucking water gecko. Fancy ass gecko. Yeah. Got a ha- water house and a, and a, and the exactly a lake house. Yeah. Fucking yeah. private Just school. typical fucking BC Vancouver gecko. Yeah, fucking collared shirt, motherfucking loafer wearing motherfucker. Collared shirt, fucking boat shoe wearing motherfucker. <laughs> Up out a lake house. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I, I don't like this prosecco as much as I do the 2019. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we resent that salamander for its good life, but you know, it's having a good time. If I win that lotto, bro, I'm buying myself a little you salamander. Full virtue. salamander. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you will, I'll watch you go very quickly from a kicker to a salamander. <laughs> you win the fucking lotto. Yeah, fuck. That is a thing I was thinking of, though, is um, there's so many lakes here, right? There's more lakes, more fresh lakes than any other country in the world. No, than all the other countries of the world put together don't have as many freshwater lakes as Canada has. Jesus. Partly because Canada's fucking immense. As yeah. We've said, as and we've it's said right times. up by the Arctic as well. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's a bit of like a... Wow, stat. But... Uh, it's a flex. <laughs> <laughs> but there are so many all over that it's... That it's a... It kind of helps disperse people a little bit. Like, if you think about... In South Africa, you have all of... I remember there growing up in, in Neisner... We would talk about the Valleys, the people from the Transvaal, <laughs> right? As like, oh, fuck, it's summer. Yeah, everybody needs a group of people they love to hate, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's all the oaks with the fucking GP number plates. Uh, uh, <laughs> just taking up all the space in the parking lot at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> all of them BMW drive. And it's just... <laughs> and it's just like a mass migration. Everybody coming to, to the beaches. Uh, I guess they probably... Yeah. They're... Not as many beaches in South Africa as there are lakes in Canada, but I guess it's actually more dispersed than I pictured in my in my mind. But here, it's like people go everywhere. There's so many places where people have like special connections or family lake house or yeah, cabin in the woods, cabins here and there, yeah. exactly in the mountains. Chatting to, not chatting to them, but the one morning at Whistler. Waiting in the line, get their fucking cuck early, leave yeah. at like, you know, quarter to six, get there in the line, like 45 minutes before it opens. Uh, old lads in the, in the, <laughs> in the line behind me, just talking about, oh, yeah, uh, uh, our place is worth, I don't know if, I don't know if he said, if he said how much it was worth, but like they bought flats in the village in like the seventies or whatever. Oh you shit. Know? Like they had got in early into oh. Whistler and they're just sitting on an absolute gold mine. Now, yeah. You know, like yeah. a gold mine, that property, like they can, maybe it's a two bed flat in the middle of the ski village and it's worth millions of dollars, you know, tens of millions. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, bro. Lots. It's worth a, you'll buy a of piece money. of shit house here for a million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, them just, just these old oaks, just talking, saying like, fuck, how many days have you done this season so far? Are you like ninety one days. But he's like, 
84 years old or something and he skied 91 days in the in the season um yeah do you think if he falls it's overs huh uh, they don't really fall those oaks they don't fall yeah. yeah no they don't fall but it's if like he does walking it's over to them yeah oh i guess if he falls walking it's pretty much overs too exactly yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> it depends how deep the snow is though yeah actually that's the thing but but that was what what was crazy to me is that there were weeks and weeks of the season early in the season where it was icy as all hell it was icy like it wasn't fun mm. it was just tense I've been on that shit yeah when we went to Whistler Worse. exactly that's what it was it was horrifically icy yeah. and then it's just it's actually not a good time yeah. and he had just ridden through all of that he had been every single day since the first day of the season basically and I, that to me is just like why would you do that especially at 84 years old or whatever he was like that's it's it's not even fun and that just seems like a crazy risk because yeah i mean it did look a little bit fragile but he goes skiing every day he's also fucking fit and healthy and yeah but i mean he's dude he's been doing it since he was nine years old yeah you know like yeah he's he's written on ice so much that he's just like oh it was like this today yeah 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 i went to my favorite ice patch yeah (laughs) totally no, exactly. He knows the runs that he feels most conf- confident on. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure once you do it enough, even sliding down on ice has its moments, you know? Yeah, I guess. I feel like I've done it enough to know that I don't think I'll really, I'll ever really enjoy snowboarding on like super icy days. Yeah, these are skiers. Though. Also, yeah, true different thing i think it becomes a bit like ice skating and look he said he's had like uh he's gone every day but maybe he's just gone to the top of the mountain enjoyed the view taking a mental picture skied out to the bottom said ah yeah there was shit today that was icy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i guess i'll come back tomorrow <laughs> just gotta get away from the wife man <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Like, I feel like this podcast is also just like me being racist and sexist sometimes. No, I say that with yeah, my I, fucking I mean, cut off sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> t shirt. Definitely sexist. I don't think you've said anything racist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Do love women of all races. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, speaking of which, I wonder if dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. What is the time there for? Uh, 10 past 8. 10 past 8. And sun is up. Sun is up. Fourth podcast in the bag. In the bag. How long have we been going for? An hour 22? It's actually... Oh, you know what we'll do is just like last time, just like end up being fucked drunk and still Coming chatting back. and just like, yeah, we're back. Although <laughs> <laughs> well, there are people waiting for us downstairs, so it's different. You, you re- oh, they texted you? No. Oh. oh, fuck, maybe. I don't know. I haven't read it if they have. No, they'll text us. Surely they would knock on the door, like. No, they think we. Think they'll be in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should. Short one. Yeah, not so short. I think the other ones are like three hours. I don't know that one. I think we were too excited. 
It's fine. I think we covered all the bases. I'm still quite excited. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 all right. Nice one. Lekker, lekker. Lekker.